Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Northfield Radio Program. I'm excited you're here with me today. As always, I want to say thank you to Outpost Coffee for providing just incredible beverages and products. Check them out at outpostcoffeeco.com. So this last week, something really big happened. Um, Ashton Kutcher, who's a celebrity, shared on his Facebook page a testimony of a young man named Frank Stevenson before Congress. And you say, well, Caleb, that's not really spectacular. People give speeches before Congress all the time. There's people that testify all the time. Why is this different? Well, because the idea that all lives matter has been brought up. And I firmly believe that all lives do matter. And so this young man stood before Congress and he shared that the same idea that all lives matter. He's a man with Down syndrome. He is living with Down syndrome and he is telling Congress. He's testifying saying, my life is normal. There's nothing really abnormal about me. And I'm happy with who I am. And I'm happy with how God created me to be. I want to play just a small clip from that speech. I think hearing it from his own mouth, the power of what he's saying really will bring uh, some gravity to this subject. No one knows more about life with Down syndrome than, than, than I do. Whatever Whatever you learn today, please remember this. I am a man with Down syndrome, and my life is worth living. Sadly, across the world, a notion is being sold that, that maybe... We don't need research concerning Down concerning Down syndrome. Some people say prenatal screens will identify Down syndrome in the womb, and those pregnancies will just be terminated. It's hard for me to sit here and say those words. I completely, I completely understand that, that, that the people pushing this particular final solution are saying that, that people like me should not exist. That view is deeply prejudiced by, in, uh, by an outdated idea of life with, of life with Down syndrome. Seriously, I have a great life. I have, I have lectured at universities, acted in an award-winning film and an Emmy-winning TV show, and spoken to thousands of young people about the value of inclusion in making America great. That is such an incredible message. I absolutely love it. So I want to continue this conversation. I invited my friend Katie Walker to be on the program today. She and her husband, Ryan, have a daughter named Brindley and a son named Briggs. Briggs is 15 months old and he was born with Down syndrome. So we have a conversation about their life and their family. So I hope this conversation encourages you. Welcome to the program, Katie Walker. How are you doing? Great. 
How are you, neighbor? I'm doing well. We are neighbors. That's really exciting. That and what people don't see is we're actually sitting at your living room table. I can bring the studio to your living room. Right. And what? This would technically be living room, dining room. Open concept. Open concept. Yes. Very good. So, um, I want you just to sort of kind of tell the audience about who you are, who Ryan is, and just sort of kind of your story about you guys for just a minute. Okay. Um, well, we are 30-something, I guess, millennials borderline. <laughs> um, we have a daughter, Brinley. She will be seven next week. Um, born and raised in Kansas and then moved to Oklahoma for job. Um, Ryan's a game warden, and I'm lucky enough to stay home with the kiddos and awesome. take care of the house and the husband and... Um, and then we have our little guy Briggs, who just turned 15 months. Awesome. Yep. And we're just living the dream, right? That's the, that's that's what we like to say. Yes, living the dream. <laughs> okay, so you have become an advocate um, for Down syndrome. Right. Why is that? So yeah, inst- almost instant advocate. Um, didn't know that that was going to be a position I would be in. Um, but yeah, October 30th, 2017, Briggs came into the world and about 12 hours later, we were surprised with a potential Down syndrome diagnosis. Mm -hmm. Um, and so yeah, definitely rocked our world. Um, the way, like I've told the story before, the way that the diagnosis was presented, I think, made <laughs> those first weeks and months a lot harder than they had to be. Yeah. Um, because it was, you know, the doctor's first words were, I'm very concerned. You know, it wasn't, wow. he looks great, he sounds good, he's beautiful, congratulations. It was somber, yeah. I'm very concerned. And so that's how it was presented to us. Um, And so that, for me, is a big part of the advocacy part, is just getting the conversation going about, um, with physicians, and that's something that I'd like to do um, in the future, just to um, get the the presentation a little bit different. Sure. You know, taking any personal feelings out of it and just offering hope mm-hmm. and offering facts, not, um, you know, this is what your child or baby or adult child will not do. Mm-hmm. Here's what we've seen them do. Right. You know, I've seen firsthand, you know, boys and girls, men and women with Down syndrome can thrive they can be a meaningful part of society um, of their churches of their schools whatever it may be Um, so just offer that hope congratulations not I'm sorry yeah absolutely I started the so I started the you talked about being able to lead a quote-unquote normal life Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I start the program with Ashton Kutcher shared on Facebook a couple of, of right out a week ago, maybe two weeks ago, mm-hmm. uh, the, this gentleman, mm-hmm. uh, he's an adult, right. and, and he has Down syndrome, and he shared before Congress, and he said, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm living a great life. Yeah. There's nothing to be ashamed of. There's no problems here. Right. He, he's a functioning human being. Right. And there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with him. 
Exactly. And there's so many people, like in Sweden, there's other nations where they're trying to die. When they get diagnosed, they're like, well, we need to abort. Right. And that's just, it's becoming one of those huge things that's really pushing. And I, how do you you think we should approach that? I think, um, you know, it's, we're getting a lot better. Um, There is more, um, there are more people being seen, I guess, more visibility. Um, There's models with Down syndrome. Uh, And so... There's a group um, changing the face of beauty. And it's not just with Down syndrome, but other um, special needs and differing abilities. And so just for people to be able to see, it's it's not scary. It's not a scary thing, Um, which, you know, fear overcame me for a a long time. Uh, Mostly because I didn't want him to suffer I didn't want him to go through um, being treated differently. But, you know, that can happen with any child, typical or non-typical. And so I think the conversation just needs to continue. And I think that families need to be open and honest, you know, and kind of invite people in. Yeah. And to see, you know... And that's the thing that I, I, Briggs, you guys go to our church, and I love when Briggs is in Sunday school and he just, his arms just wide open. He's just got this sense of awe and wonder. And yeah. that's the thing that I just absolutely love about him is just that sense of just wanting to just jump in with both feet. And he doesn't care and he just loves everybody that he's around. He's got just such a, 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 a contagious, contagious joy. Joy. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, and actually there have been some studies, and I know I shared um, with the Bartlesville Monthly Magazine a little bit about... The, yeah, you're like a local... You're a celebrity. Well, not me, but oh, Briggs, Briggs, Briggs is, is locally celebrity. famous, I guess. But they did a survey, I think it was through Boston um, Hospital or Children's Hospital. 99% of individuals with Down syndrome reported being happy with their lives. Mm. I mean... That's awesome. <sighs> There's this horrible stigma or this mindset that that people that have Down syndrome are just miserable and just their life. Sad, yeah, yeah. Sad. and they're not, you know. And even like families, for parents, 79% of parents in that same survey said that having a child or adult with Down syndrome has caused, caused them to have a more positive outlook on their life. Mm-hmm. Siblings also benefit with 88% saying that they felt they were better people because of their brother or sister who has Down syndrome. Yeah. So, you know, it has caused us to be more patient. Yeah. To slow down because, um, you know, Briggs is 15 months and he's he has not mastered crawling, obviously not walking yet. So you just pause more mm-hmm. and just you appreciate those little things that right. a lot of times, like with Brinley, we just took for granted or kind of just missed, missed savoring those moments. Yeah. So yeah, there you know, and there's there's hard times too. We, um, of course, we're concerned initially with Briggs' heart because that's very common um, to have congenital heart defects with Down syndrome. But so far, so good. His heart. Um, is healing and we go awesome. for follow-up later this month for our third follow-up to 
make sure that that's and still... he's in a high percentage rate of of being able to do like the normal things that a 15 month old will do correct yeah he's you know he's behind on a few things um and it's just that's typical with down syndrome but we know that each milestone he will meet it'll just be a matter of his his timing um you know we do physical therapy and speech and feeding therapy yeah so yeah, but he's he's high functioning. He's interactive. He just started signing a few signs. So awesome. um, I love that. So he, he, he's just amazing. He's he's a hardcore mama's boy That's for all, sure. Hey, hey, nothing wrong with that. I love. And here's the thing: what that maybe folks don't know about you is before Briggs was born, you used to go out on a mission trip. Correct. And how many how many years did you do that? So I did it. For two years, um, it's called Triad, T-R-Y-A-D, to reach ye able and disabled is what that stands for. Um, And it's out in Cannon Beach, uh, Oregon. And it is a Christian conference, pretty small, but specifically tailored to individuals with special needs. And so, yeah, obviously I had no foresight that Briggs would be in my life, but... God knows. But you already had that heart already. You yeah. had that, that, that heart of, I want these people to know and For see sure. that Jesus is big enough to love them. and that- For sure. And, you know, so many of those individuals that I encountered out there, they know their Bible front to back. They so can great. quote scripture. Yep. And they have genuine hearts for the Lord. <clears throat> and like you said, that joy, just that mm. contagious joy. And no, they're not happy all the time. I know that a lot well, are of... Are any of us happy all, exactly, all the time? Exactly. But that's kind of a common misconception. Exactly. You know, he's just like any other baby. And those people out there that I that I encountered are just like any other adult. You know, sometimes they get frustrated. Sometimes they get sad. So that, I mean, it's just very typical. I like to say, and a, a lot of people in this... Um, down syndrome and special needs community they are more alike than different Mm -hmm. and it's so true because the differences are so minor compared with all the other ways that they are just like everybody else yeah so you you've now been a part of this community what's that been like to be a part of that around that community of moms and dads that are a part of this privileged group what's what's that feel like yeah i like that privileged group it is um the lucky few there you go is is what we are called um affectionately it's just been incredible um you know if if i hadn't had those contacts through facebook and through instagram um there's a couple of groups that send out baskets of goodies to new families um who have just received a diagnosis uh you know, there's a lot of incredible books that just, I just cried and cried through reading them, but they just helped with that healing process. Right. Um, and all of those families just offering so much hope and just promise it will be okay. And if I had only known what right. I know then, they would always say, you know, I wouldn't have felt that sadness. Yeah, because there was, there was several weeks where you guys were just... You were distraught. Right. We were in mourning for sure because we didn't know what it meant and we didn't know what it meant for him. Mm -hmm. Obviously, there was, we still had so much love. And what I tell some people is um, it's this simultaneous grief and joy 
like I've never known before. Yeah. Um, obviously, we're we're past the grieving part, Absolutely. but in the beginning, yeah. it was it was so strange. Um, I almost think it would be. I don't know. I try to explain it, and I know it it may not be the best explanation. But if you had had twins, mm-hmm. and one lived and one passed away, right? It's and our my doctor said, you know, it's okay to grieve the loss of the child you thought you were going to have, mm. and that was huge. Yeah, because you you know you do spend nine ten months preparing and thinking this is the baby we're gonna have right we think we're going to have yeah so yeah it it just it's a process and i don't know how anybody does it honestly without the lord because Mm. that was huge i mean our faith our church family um prayer just everybody coming around us um support love listening I just can't imagine going through any trial like this or similar. Yeah. That's, I mean, Joshua, one night I was just thinking of this. It says, have I not commanded you be strong and courageous? Do not be afraid. I yeah. love that. Do yeah. not be afraid and don't be dismayed. Right. Why? Because the Lord your God is with you wherever you mm-hmm. go. And this is, God's with us in the midst of everything. And in raising children is is difficult Anyways, right. and regardless, God's in the middle of you and Ryan raising Brindley and Briggs. Right. And and I know your heart. I know you have a desire to, for them to know and love Jesus, mm-hmm. follow him with everything they've got. And that's it's huge to see. It, well, it's, it's, not, it's, it's encouraging to see parents that are willing to say, you know, I don't care what. The world thinks mm-hmm. we're going to raise this baby for Jesus. We're going to raise our kids to know and love Jesus, regardless of any trials, any difficulties that are in, in front of us. Right. And every parent has some difficulties on some level. Mm-hmm. I mean, so this is just this is just it. I mean, yeah. that's okay, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, nothing whatsoever. So, in what's something if somebody does it when somebody sees. You and Briggs out on the street, and they see him for the first time. That what's what's normally how, how do they, how do folks do people they just say he is adorable? I had a lady at Petco say that is the cutest baby I've she ever really seen, is. and she said, "And I have kids." So, <laughs> if you don't know, he got voted in the, in the local magazine. It's called B Monthly Magazine. He got voted as. Uh, Reader's, Reader's Choice. Yeah. So they, every, every year that our uh, local magazine puts together uh, all these pictures of babies, and they yep. and they do it in the little New Year's baby outfit, and he got voted as Reader's Choice. Out and of the 97, pictures, I think. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it exudes joy. He does. Sure. <laughs> and I, I'm going to use that picture as the, the, the post on for yeah. the the gift that people see so they can see his just exciting yep. face. He is just... <clears throat> Full of joy, full of life, um, getting to be full of personality, of course, which is to be expected for any other fifteen month old. <laughs> right. So, yeah. so what what would you say to a mom or a dad who who is maybe listening to this for the first time? Because this is going to go all over the world. Sure. And um, if a mom and dad hear this and they've just been given the news, mm-hmm. what do you want to tell them? Just that their baby is worthy. Their baby is worthy of life, yep. of anything that they can possibly dream 
for their child, for their adult child, um, anything that you could dream of for a typical child, that can be yours in your child. Um, Anybody that even considers for a second abortion, Mm -hmm. just realize that there are people on waiting lists that if you don't want your baby, they'll take him or her. They will take your baby mm-hmm. because um, they have experienced, they have experienced the joy that comes with a child with Down syndrome, mm-hmm. and they want more of it. You know, they want to care for that baby. They want to have that child as part of their family, part of their lives. So yeah, just there's hope. There's so much hope. Um, you know, people with Down syndrome, they can go to school, regular school. They can go to college. Yeah. They can be in a romantic relationship and get married, do anything that they work for. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay, you have social media. Um, we are on Instagram. Instagram, okay. Yep. If at, you want to see yep. pictures and get in touch with you and just be able to talk to you. Yep, we have a public profile. It's at more Briggs, the number two love, more Briggs to love. Okay. Um, and we share, you know, good, bad. Um, we share facts. We share hope. Um, and there are just so many families that are offering that hope. So good. So, yeah, that, that's been huge for us. Just I absolutely love seeing, you know, just like the the – gentleman that um testified before congress just it's so much fun it just brings me so much joy when i see somebody dancing when i see somebody playing baseball it's just like that that could be you someday kid and it's just like i said it's it's not a scary thing it's you know it's not it's a joy it's a blessing very cool all right would you dismiss us in prayer Absolutely. Thank you. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this opportunity. I thank you um, for anyone who may be listening. God, I pray that you would just touch their hearts with um, this message. I just pray. I just pray that you would help everyone to see that um, people with Down syndrome, people with any kind of differing ability, that they are worthy and that they are able and that they are loved. God, I just I just thank you for this day. I thank you mm. for my family. I thank you for Briggs. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you. Wow, what a story of hope. This is proof, guys. All life is precious. Regardless of what politicians or the media says, all life is precious. So I hope that this conversation has really encouraged you to see that God is in charge. God's sovereign over all things, and we need to place our hope and our trust in Him. To find out more about the Northfield Radio Program and Caleb Gordon, go to www.calebgordon.com. This program has been brought to you by DSR, a technology company that has been investing in Bartles of a Families for over 35 years. DSR, we deliver technology.